Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wrestling truths of your house. We talk to you in your house. We keep the cool with your house. We keep the cool with your house. I'm spitting to your house. Yes. Mark's hating on his fans. Becky Nish on the man. Play with two like a lion. Household a dangerous alliance. I am a nightmare like Cody. And I'm overcoming like Kobe. No, they cannot hold me. Come listen, I'm hosting, critiquing, I'm boasting. This wrestling, I'm knowing. gentlemen too in your house story alicon house and my man michael hutchison that's mikey hutch this is the people podcast <laughs> hey guys you already know what it is it's your boys con and hutch ready to get it at work when it comes to this professional wrestling business that is what we do and hey we love it so uh let me let you guys know where you guys can listen to the set you guys can listen to the set Apple Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Himalaya. Hey, you don't have an Apple device? That's all right. We're on Google Play. Anywhere that you guys are, hey, uh, we can get to you. And ooh, where is the clock? I'm checking the time because last time that I checked, in your house was the hottest professional wrestling podcast in the midwest because we hit them with that work 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 round the clock you guys all ready know what it 
is oh yes the director's in the building me and hutchie hutch about to kill him how you doing bro i'm doing fantastic man just sitting here chilling on a lazy sunday morning yeah, um, man. been playing been playing some video games you know catching up and uh getting on this new twitter thing that all the kids are talking about nowadays man apparently uh the app that i had on uh for twitter was very archaic as it yeah. were yeah and you know drake made it a point to point it out to me that uh my twitter app was just tired as fuck and <laughs> i had to update it and i did and this the new app that i'm using now is sleek as hell and i actually damn near live tweeted nxt takeover last night and what a hell of a show that was oh my yes. god yes, but yes, yes going back to your original inquiry i'm doing fantastic and uh we're not alone are we no, we are not. We are not. Um, actually, uh, if, if you guys out there in the listening audience that household the 14 different countries across these great United States and locally right here in Indiana, 22,000 strong on the Facebook page. As you guys know, we have a Patreon. That's patreon.com slash in your house. And we have different tiers. Uh, one of the tiers is a tier where we will actually bring you on the show and, and, and talk about whatever that you want to talk about. And, and, and that, and that is a perfect way to segue into saying that we actually have one of our Patreon, uh, Patreon members on the show today. And, and, a and a really close personal friend of mine. And, uh, that's my buddy Lou. How you doing, bro? What's on, I'm brother. How's that doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Of course, of course, everybody, everybody in our little circle, Lou, knows you as the as the notorious and evil Sam Jones. My God, bro. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> some uh, some detente with that name. Yes. Yes, man. Yeah. Oh, man. We had so much fun doing that. And then just 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 the pure evil that you brought, man. It, it was it was fun time. So how are you doing today, man? Uh, not bad, brother. Sunday morning, then ready for some football. Um, getting over what was a really good night of that one last night. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. And what he's talking about, guys, is NXT TakeOver War Games in Chicago. And, and we definitely want to break that down and talk about it. And, and I'm happy to have, I'm happy to have uh, Lou on talking about it because we were, actually, we were actually texting a little bit back and forth last night uh, over the show. And, and, and we, 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 we came together and realized that we wanted to talk about it today. And, and, and it's, great, it's great to finally get you on, man. And, and I got to say, starting off, starting off with that War Games la uh, that War Games match last night uh, between Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, uh, Kaylee Ray going up against Rhea Ripley, uh, Candice LeRae, uh, Mia. Well, it was supposed to be Mia Yim, but it ended up uh, it ended up being a replacement who ended up being Dakota Kai. And we'll talk about what happened there and uh, Tegan Knox. So we'll start off. We'll start off with Lou here, man. When you saw that Mia Yim had been hurt uh, or, or, or attacked by an unidentified assailant um, and they were looking to replace it and they were looking to replace her and they replaced her with Dakota Kai. What was your reaction to that? What were you thinking in that moment when you, when you saw that happening? You know what? I'm gonna tell you. I I turned it on just as they were doing the uh, the entrance for everyone, and okay. it didn't even dawn on me right away that me and Yim wasn't in it. Oh, but man. it actually took me like 
It actually took me until like Dakota tied him out. I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I was like, what did I miss? And I actually had it on the internet and see that uh, me and them were quote unquote attacked. Yeah. Now, part of me was like, oh, maybe she wasn't cleared to wrestle after that ladder spot on Wednesday. Yeah. Because she didn't do anything on Friday. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, maybe they're just kind of, uh, maybe they're just kind of, uh, they hit the way of writing her off without her doing anything. I'm cool with that. No problem. I didn't really think anything of it, man. And we'll talk about it in a little while, what happened later on. But uh, it threw me for a loop. I didn't see it coming. Oh man, I I mean, what what ended up happening? I I, I didn't see that coming either. So I'll, uh, so uh uh Hutch, when you saw that they were being replaced, me and you had a little dialogue about it on uh, on the on the group chat and, and and what we thought about it. We go ahead and and jump in there and think of, and, and and just throw in there. What was you thinking about the replacement and the way that they arranged the replacement? Well, the the way they did it, I, I I was okay with it. I mean, it made sense in the grand scheme of things, seeing as how you know Dakota was just like initially was going to be in it, but then they were like, nah, it's not going to quite work out, yada yada yada. And I think they could have did more with Mia Yim. I think we were kind of, I think that we kind of mentioned that in the dialogue that you alluded to. Yeah. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, it worked, and uh, the payoff that came later made it all worth it. Like oh, yeah. it was. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I really like that a lot. I, and I and I really like this match. You know, I know like going I've on previous on a previous episode, I said that it felt like they were just having this women's war game match just to have it. And I still feel that way. But the match and the effort that everybody put in, my God, it was great. And there was great stories that was made, built off of it. There yeah. were stars made last night in Rhea oh, yeah. Ripley. Like, oh, yeah. like that woman, I mean, just exudes badassery. I mean, yes. she's uh, – there's very few women in – I mean, the, the NXT women's roster stacked anyway. Yeah. But there's, there's very few women that actually had that look like they will beat your ass. And there's two women that come to mind right now that, that have that look. And that's Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler. Facts. Back. Those two look like they they would beat you, beat your ass, and take your wallet and laugh at you. It's funny to that dramatic picture where you're doing that. <laughs> right. Man, right. I got I, I to say. I mean, honestly, on, on Friday night after the uh, the women's match, she was on top of the, the entrance ramp making faces. So yeah. I can usually see her sailing your wallet and, and laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. With that same look, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That 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 look is terrifying. I would not want to be on the receiving end of it. Yeah. And what are you gonna do about it? Not a damn thing. Not. <laughs> you, you just gonna sit there and nah. take it. For real, for real. So so going back to me, Yim. Um, I did have my hangups with it. I really feel like I. I mean, this this might be just me, but I feel like if she was able to walk into the ambulance on her, you know, on her own accord. That she could have been in the match, I, I I just I don't know I don't think the beatdown warranted for her being taken out of the match, and I suggested maybe maybe a, a tad bit of color and or maybe just stretching her off or something because it felt like she still had her somewhat of her wits about her that if she would have went out there and maybe and maybe shook it off while she was in the cage maybe she still could have participated, but. Um, let's 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 move on to why that happened and what led to it and and it's an elephant in the room we have to talk about it and uh, that's Dakota Kai you guys man 
what what Yo. what I saw, man, what I saw <laughs> was absolutely amazing. I mean, such such an amazing way to 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 turn her. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and let Lou talk about it a little bit. What did you think about that turn from Dakota Kai, bro? No, I I feel like we I think we're all on the same page where where I, when I say this that we both watched wrestling enough that we can see when a hell turn coming, and I don't think anyone saw that hell turn coming. Like no. that, like there was a minute, there was a moment there where I had uh, something's a little off just the way she stood at the top of the ramp. Yeah, but it didn't click, and then when she turned around and she just, I mean, I was like, I can't believe. Okay, right, I definitely got another hill because I, and that's my favorite part about it, and we'll get back to Dakota. My favorite part about it was Shanna Baszler. Yeah. Shanna yeah. Baszler enjoying herself in that cage while everything had happened, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, she was just having a ball, she was just having a ball watching her. I thought, oh, this is funny. Like, I didn't even have to do anything. You're doing it on your own. And, but the way they turned it and, the way she pushed away the rest, the way she took off the knee brace, the way she hit uh, Weedle, I thought was great. Like, it's just, it was a full-blown, I've had enough of this trap kind of moment for her. And I thought it was amazing. Oh, yes. I, I absolutely agree. I uh, I, I think her facial expressions, and I even said it, I even said it to Hutch before we went green on the show. I was like, Dakota Kai actually looks more believable angry like like she like the nice yeah the nice gimmick that she had the almost bailey-esque type gimmick that she had i just wasn't vibing on it but as soon as her that 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 switch flipped and she was that ain't like like not even like I, honestly in my opinion her angry faces are better than bailey's at least from what i saw last night so so hutch what was you thinking about that turn when you saw it bro one word comes to mind when 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 I when I witnessed it. This is organic. Yeah. This is this is real. This yeah. is legitimate in the grand scheme of things in the story that they told. Again, Dakota was overlooked. She was ousted from the team. To me, I, the way that I looked at it, at, you know, as previously mentioned by Blue, like like you know, like I did, you know, as a wrestling fan, usually you can see heel turns coming. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, they're they're with the exception of very few. Typically, you know, they're coming. I thought it was going to be, here comes Dakota Kai. She's finally out of the cage. She's got a chance on the team. She's going to go in and run roughshod on all these other women and have a hell of a showing and all that stuff and show that she belonged to be on that yeah. team. Or excuse me, that she, yeah, she was meant to be on that team. Fuck that. They went a whole different route with her. And, and, and when she stepped out and she just kind of got that look and she just kind of rolled her eyes and shot, you know, shot that, that cold stare back at that cage and then just went to work. I, I, I actually sat up on the couch and just went, yo, that that was brilliant. That was dope. That was perfectly executed. It was one of the best heel turns I've seen WWE uh, from a WWE product in a while. Oh, and yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Like, that's good stuff. Um, again, I mean, like I said, this the, the whole women's war game match was just kind of like whatever as far as the lead up to it. But and, uh, Hush, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt you. But what's that? I think we also have. To, I, I think we also have to address that hill turn. Clearly, that means she cut out me and Yim. Oh yeah. See, I thought about that too. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's because true. I, I, I said to Tom last night, 
I said, you just happened to be in the bath by the ambulance when uh, she uh, joined the team. Well, we're not going to need Scooby-Doo and the gang to fucking figure out this mystery, are we? I think think we've got it. (laughs) (laughs) I think so, too. And I think that, see, and that leaves a hook. And we'll get right back to that women's uh, that women's war games match, but that leaves a hook for Wednesday because I feel like Wednesday when she comes out, we're gonna hear that she is the one who attacked me AM. and that's good. And, and listen, Dakota Kai is gonna have smoke with a couple of different ladies on that roster by the time this is all said and done. Well, yeah, that's the yeah. best part. That's the best part about this whole this whole angle is in this one night, you legitimately gave her a feud with everyone that was on Rio Ripley's team. Yep. And one yeah. night, she had a feud with four different women that can literally, if you do it right, can last to the middle of the summer of next year. Oh, yeah. She's got plenty. She's, oh, yeah. She's got plenty of feuds, plenty of time to build feuds. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's really good. I mean, this was a great, fresh turn for for her, for, for, for Dakota Kai and and it was something that she needed because Dakota Kai is super talented. I really think that she's one of the best sellers on the NXT roster. She's I mean she knows how to sell and I and and she, we we saw a little bit of that last night just with her facial expressions because facial expressions is a big part of selling and she just I mean she just exuded badassery with that beatdown last night and 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 William Regal coming out and 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 having to pry and having to pry Dakota Kai off of, off of Tegan Knox what was just mwah, I loved well, everything well, about it. And, and another thing, going back to the 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 part with you know when Regal stepped in there, yeah, and then when she she like shot back at him and shoved him back too, and you heard like an audible gasp from like all the crowd, like oh my god, like yeah. that snapped right. Yeah. Like, like people people were vibing on every bit of that man. And, and to go back to what Lou said, Shayna Baszler, just her reactions and stuff, the way she was acting in the cage, just laughing at all this. And like when she was walking down to the cage once, you know, it was her turn to get in, was just nothing short of gold. Shayna Baszler has gotten so good Thanks. at everything. Again, she's one of those women that just, she's a badass and she's believable. Because again, check her resume. You know, just like we say about our show. Check our resume, but yeah, check her resume, man. Like, 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 look at she. She's beaten women's asses before, and probably oh, yeah. some dudes too. So, <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, I, I'm really loving what I'm seeing from Shayna Baszler, and uh, uh, to to move just a, a bit forward to tonight, I have a feeling. This is just me. I have a feeling that uh, that Shayna's hand might be getting raised by the end of the night. But moving back towards the War Games match. I really want to talk about I really want to talk about Rhea Ripley and how her how, how how her star shined last night. I mean, she came out there, she was bringing the weapons. She you know, and that's what we want to see in those type of matches. We want to see a little bit of hardware and then just what I mean, what she brought last night. Hutch, what was you thinking about Rhea Ripley and 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 do you feel like she was made last night? What's your opinion? Oh, I'd say absolutely a star was made. I mean, she's, she's what, I mean, she, as far as like the check marks, uh, you know, the check boxes, as far as what makes a wrestler a wrestler, she has that. Because if you saw Rhea Ripley walking down the street, right? Yeah. You would know that she was somebody. Because, I mean, look, look at her, right? I mean, she's just got, she's just got that aura, that presence about her. 
Yes. And and what she showed last night, man, holy shit. She's tough as nails. I mean, she took an ass beating, but she gave an ass beating too. And and she she worked well with a lot of different um a lot of different style of, you know, talent in that match. And and really had the crowd behind her. You know, like it, it was interesting to see her in like because she was in an underdog kind of situation in this too with you know with the previous yes. you know events that happened oh, and yeah. for her to come out and for her to come out on top. Uh, I mean, it was just whoever laid this match out. I think I personally think as a fan again, I'm no expert when it comes to this stuff, and there may be you know more you know people with more of an expert opinion than I have saying, oh no, the layout of this match was terrible. As a fan, I thought the layout of this match was great. I'm, I'm so I mean I, it was a fun to watch and again it, it made a lot of new stars come out of it. So oh, yeah, yeah, I was with it. I, I was agree with, with it. that. I agree with that. I really feel like Rhea Ripley came out looking like a shining star, you know, and and I I really feel like we're gonna be seeing a lot more of Rhea Ripley. And I think I've said this. I haven't said this on the show. I know I've said it off air, but I'm gonna say this and then we'll talk to Lou about it. I really think that Rhea Ripley is the is the legitimate female that could take that title off of Shayna Baszler, and I actually believe it. I really, really do because because yeah. Shayna Baszler Shayna Baszler has gone up against a lot of women, a lot. Let's not let's not take away how long she's had that championship. She's had it for a very long time, and she's faced. She she's faced a lot of different females. We're not talking about we're not talking about now known as John Moxley, back then known as Dean Ambrose, his US title reign where he had it for a long time and never defended it. No. We're talking about Shayna Baszler, who's had this title for a long time and has consistently defended it. So for me to say that Rhea Ripley is the one that I think that could legitimately take the title off her and I believe it, I mean what I say and I truly I truly, truly believe that. So so Lou, you was texting me last night and and basically paraphrasing what you said, man. You was basically saying the same thing that Rhea Ripley is a star and that she was made. So so why don't you go ahead and expand on that, man? Uh, well, I've I've been talking to you for a while about her. I've been a big fan of her for uh, basically since the first, right before the May Young Classic, um, yeah. the, the first one that you that I seen her and I, there was just something about her. But I was just like, man, I don't know. I just, I, I gravitate to her for some reason. Uh, but I'll tell you what, though. I said it to you last night. Last night, they officially put a rocket on her back. That's right. That's they it. They officially said, yeah, Hunter basically said, I, you know, this is going to be our, this is going to be our girl that we, that we ride with. And not even last night. Look back at the whole last week and a half. She had a showdown with Sasha Banks, where she had a great spot where she, uh, we both would have been a DDT into a suplex showing her power. Yeah. She had that great, um, that finish with Charlotte and, um, and Bailey was amazing. When oh, she yeah. came and somehow got the pen. I've never seen that fight before. I love that spot. That opening promo with Becky, all she said was, oh, so you're the man? Let me see your balls. And in that <laughs> moment, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> and she said two words, and I'm like, uh, I'm hustling. I, I want to see this match. After that, I never even turned on AEW. I, I, I was stuck. I thought I'm saying with this tonight. But last night, they 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. She's a large woman. Yeah. And, and, and height and, and muscle mass. Like, she just shot. Like I said, she'll kick your ass. And, like, you know, as I said, she'll why would you even laugh at you? Why would you laugh about it? <laughs> and they somehow made her, they somehow made her an underdog last night. And it worked. It, it it's her and Tandis LeRae who we can't leave out. I mean, two of them and then four women. It was just a believable... I, I don't have enough words for it. I, I was so happy watching her. Um, I, I think she's the star. That spot when she handcuffed herself to uh, Shayna Baker. Yes. I, I was mocking for that. I was like, this is great. I love this. <laughs> but I didn't see that spot coming with the handcuffs, but here we are. She tans happen uh, herself to Santa Basil. But uh, she is, without a doubt, I think, a superstar. And as, I know this has been a probably just you guys a little uh, <laughs> a little off-put, but she's the kind of girl that I think Vince McMahon would want on the main roster to be the main, the opposite of, um, of Betty. And I can I just see her headline in WrestleMania at one point. I, I really do. I just think... She has everything. That's nothing about her. I was saying. That's not that's not off putting to me because when I look at Rhea Ripley, when I watch her work, I that she's the type of talent. And I I I've said this before. I I realize we haven't really talked about Rhea Ripley much on the show, but but this is a great opportunity for me to say this. I feel like that Rhea Ripley, her look. The way she wrestles, her voice, the way that she talks, she doesn't have to say much because that's not that's not she doesn't have to sit up there and cut a, a fifteen minute promo to, to convince me that, no. that she's a that she's a badass. Like like when I see somebody as small as as like Sasha Banks, who is talented, but admittedly she's small. She has to cut those promos to make me believe her because she 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 doesn't she doesn't have that size or that muscle mass that that Rhea Ripley has or even or even that badassery in her voice that Rhea Ripley has Rhea Ripley is somebody that I think that you can put her on any women's roster in any promotion and she can be the cornerstone of that roster of that division yeah absolutely that's my thoughts on that Um, so so for you to say that she could one day headline a Wrestlemania that's not too far from the truth for me. We just saw it happen this past year, so I think anything's possible now. And if and and if anybody can do it, I really, really think it's her. I'm a huge Rhea Ripley fan. And you know what I want to say before we get on to the next topic? Have either of you guys ever seen the movie uh, Mad Max Fury Road? I have not. What about you, Hutch? He said Mad Max. 
Yeah, the last Mad Max movie that Tim out. Uh, no, I can't say I've seen the last one. No. Uh, when you did a, when you did a chance to look up the movie, I forget her name. I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's like Charlene Theron. I, be, I believe that's her name. Oh yeah, I do. If know you look at her, is, yeah. If you look at her in that film and you look at Rhea Ripley, that is the same persona. And I mean that as a positive. Like, she, I look at her and I'm just like, Rhea Ripley is mad mad. She is I'm just, not, I'm not, she oh just my has God, you're that right, I'm going to this up. I, I actually just pulled up some images of that, and yeah, he's not far off. Really? Yeah, because that, yeah, that, that... And, and it, I think it's a positive. She just has that... Oh, yeah. She just has that look of like, you know, you know, shut your mouth and let me take care of it, what they had done. And and honestly, last week, I forgot what, I don't remember what happened, but last week I just looked at her and for some reason it clicked in my head. I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> she reminds me of Mad Max. It's, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, too, because one of the things that I thought and I was actually thinking this when she uh, when Rhea was making her way down to the uh, down to the cage that I was thinking that if they was to do want to do like some kind of like action movie with a female lead, that, that's like a believable badass female lead. Rhea Ripley could do that. Oh, God, or, yeah. or, or or if they possibly wanted to have, you know, a an antagonist lead, you know, as a, you know, a female leader of a gang or some shit like that. Rhea Ripley would be believable in that. I, I'd buy her. I mean, without a doubt, I think, I'd buy her. Yeah, I, I think, I think we all agree that basically at the end of, at the end of the day, Rhea Ripley can do whatever she wants. Word. <laughs> like Word. Jeff right now, she's hitting on every, every cylinder right now. I mean, there's just nothing she can do that wrong. She can do no wrong. She can do no wrong. And I, I, I absolutely have to agree with that just because I, I see her and I'm just like, she's a star, she's a star, she's a star. And she proved that last night with a, with a very impressive two versus four victory in the women's war games match, which was absolutely amazing. And you got to think, you have to think that, that that big victory hopefully can lead to a title shot for her down the line. Maybe I mean yeah. I, I don't I, I okay before we move on to the next match because there's there's not many matches to talk about it was a great show but it, it was it was it, it only had like you know four maybe five matches so I I wanna I wanna ask this and I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with Hutch when would you do Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship when when will you think is the right time for that uh, I would say the takeover before Mania. Ooh, based on what they've done now, I don't want I don't want them to like rush it. Yeah, please don't rush. Uh, it I say I, I say continue to I say continue to kind of bait it a little bit. Yeah. Um, maybe set it up. You know, just do the classic. Set it up in January at the Rumble, and you know, because I'm sure they'll do a takeover then as well. Oh yeah. Um, and then you know maybe set it up kind of following that, and then just kind of lead it into Mania, the takeover before Mania. And yeah, I think I would go ahead and pull the trigger on uh, Rhea Ripley going over on Shayna, and then I'd move Shayna up, or I don't want to say up over, because again, they're pretty much equals now. Yeah. Move, move her over, move Shayna over to yeah. either Raw or SmackDown. Sure. Um, but, but hell, man, they may keep her in NXT, seeing as how they're going full board with that. I mean, it's it, yeah, I don't know if moves from NXT is going to be so quick now. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? 
I agree with that. With them being look with, with the with the point that you just said with with NXT now being on the level with SmackDown and Raw, maybe we don't see those type of transitions much anymore, or 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 maybe we do, but they don't happen as often. Who knows? You know, there's still a lot of questions with that. With 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 now NXT not being looked at as as you know the developmental. I guess that's more evolved now. Is more of the developmental. But but with, with with NXT being looked at as on the level and being on the USA Network, who knows how that's going to work. But I'm going to throw it over to Lou, man. What are you thinking? When would you do Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship? I say this with no hesitation. I do it after Mania every time. Oh. I, uh, yep. I, I think that right now you have, what, four months, if I'm... Yeah, it's just four months to yeah. build a storyline. Yeah. Um, I just think that's the manual we done. <laughs> and, ah, man, I don't know. I, I don't know. And, all right, so hey, I'm going to just change the question really quick, just for sure. one moment. Sure, go ahead. But do you think it's possible, and I, I, I mean, I just thought about this on the moment, but do you think it's possible that we don't even have an uh, NFT takeover this year? Because, like you said, like I said, it's on the same level. Do you yeah. think they just include them on the Mania card now? Because if they do, and I'm only saying this for one reason, I want to see Rio Ripley have some kind of crazy entrance with that pirate ship at the Tampa Bay football field. Ooh. Okay. Uh, true. True. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You got, you got me. Having some kind of some kind of wild entrance with that pirate ship and just what her look. But I would do Mania Weekend. I think you just build it up. You have something to lead to. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really know. I and like you said, there might not be, you know, maybe they might not move Shana. Maybe they might keep on uh, NFT, which I hope they do because I think you would kind of just become a, one of the male kind of villains on uh, Monday night at SmackDown. But um, yeah, I would do it Monday night, and if they do Tater, then you know you have your Monday night after WrestleMania that you always have Shana Baszler. It's your next uh, surprise uh, debut, but uh, that's the mania would definitely be my uh, be be my choice. Okay, okay, good pick because I agree with both of you guys there. So, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about our sponsor real quick, and then we're gonna move along to that triple threat match, which was absolutely amazing. And I definitely want to take a quick second to shout out the amazing Dragon Horde Coin and Gaming. Uh, Dragon Horde is a premier store for Magic and and coins in Central Indiana. If you live here in Central Indiana, come check out the store, play some in-store events. But if you aren't here, hit up the Facebook page at Dragon Horde Coin and Gaming. That's Dragon Horde Coin, letter N, gaming, to contact them about buying your stuff. They are always buying coins, magic cards, silver, and of course, gold. And if you do not know how to play magic, they will teach you. You can catch In Your House every single Thursday at Dragon Hordes. Not this upcoming one because it will be Thanksgiving, but after that, we're there every Thursday doing the Facebook Live show. We, we love doing it, love giving it to you guys. Uh, we just did one this past Thursday. Really, really good episode. A lot of good traffic uh, in, in the chat, and, and, and we love it because every single time that me, Hutch, and Drake do this, just the, the, the numbers get more and more isn't that right hutch uh, yeah again we, we get we get these people that are continuing to sip on our unique brand of kool-aid and, and for the life of me i still don't understand why right. but i i appreciate it and it's, it, it, it's fun to do and um 
again, if you, you know, tell your friends, get it. We, we want to like continue to build the numbers and, you know, build the cult as it were. Yes. You know, yes. And, and it's going to pan out a lot, a whole hell of a lot better than that whole Jim Jones thing did. Trust me. Ain't nobody going to be uh, getting taken out or anything like that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's it's the goods. It's the goods. It is, man. It is. And speaking of the goods, man, that's a fantastic segue into this great triple threat match for the number one contendership for the NXT Championship where Pete Dunne went up against Damian Priest and Killian. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And Dane, Hutch, what were you thinking about this insane match? Well, first off, I actually uh, tweeted out that Damian Priest looks like the bo- a boss you'd run into at the end of a level on Streets of Rage <laughs> on Second Genesis. <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden that that, that heavy bass line hits that, <clears throat> and then yeah. here he comes, man. And then he got to throw down with it. Then you got to eat the chicken to refill your health and all that shit. Y'all yes, know what I'm yes. Talking about. Anyway, but now I, I first off, I really like Damian Priest. That that dude, he's just got a cool vibe about him. He looks like a badass. Another thing that I that I uh, thought of as well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this Damian Priest guy has seen a lot of bricks of cocaine moved. Like he's <laughs> he's never moved them himself, but he was a bodyguard for somebody that moved a lot of booger sugar back in the day. But I'm not going to ask questions about that. Um, but as far as what he can do in the ring, though, it's fantastic. He's got a great look. He can work in the ring. His his intro music is fucking awesome. Yes, and, and yep. again, he can just go. And the and these three just work very well together. Oh, I agree. I agree. And, and they're uh, made for a great and, match. And what can I say? Rhea Ripley's little brother Pete Dunn did fantastic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I swear, if we don't if we don't ever get a spot where Rhea Ripley is coming out with Pete Dunn on her shoulders, all of this is for nothing. <laughs> oh God! Now I want to see. Now I want to see. No, the now, where they're now I want brothers. them in the. Uh, now I want them in the Tatty Mask Challenge. <laughs> Thank you. I want to see it now. Oh man! And this made for a really, really great match. I mean, I really, I really like Damian Priest. I he's. I've had my eye on him since he was Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling, and and. Man, Killian Dane has just been on another level since, you know, that that sanity debacle where they, they had sanity not do anything. God, I don't want to get into that. But but we all we all know how good Pete Dunn is and 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 just his joint manipulation, his style. Pete Dunn is absolutely amazing and and it's gonna make for a great match tonight in Survivor Series. But, but uh, Lou, what was you thinking about that triple threat match? Because that match was so deceptively good to me. What were you thinking? You know what? I was not looking forward to the match, as odd as that sounds. I'm not saying not looking forward. It wasn't on my radar. Like, I really yeah. Yeah. Um, that completely changed by the end of the match. <laughs> by the end of the match, I, I was I was watching it and to piggyback off a of hush. Damian Priest's entrance is 
I, I mean, I mean, you just have to give credit to the WWE. Like, they just know how to give you an entrance, like no one else. And that shoot in the hour, the Titan Tron with his name coming up, and he just has, he just has a. I don't even know. He's so fluid with how he moves for a man his size. Yeah. And he has such a cockiness after every move that he hits that. I, I can't help but chuckle because I love the bad guys. So, you know, I've always been a fan of the bad guys. So I, I chuckle. But I can see some, I can see like a little kid watching him and being like, I just want to see him get beat up. But, yeah. And I think that's, that's a credit to him. He's just so, he's so smooth. Killian Dane, like Huss said, he's been on a, I mean, I've noticed him, he's been on a crazy level since he's gone to NFT and just really, you know, he's not handcuffed by anyone else, not handcuffed. By uh, you know, 95 creative writers. He's just going out. He's putting on good matches. And Pete Dunn, you know, Pete Dunn is Pete Dunn. Like, no, Batman no. doesn't have a bad match as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. We saw, we, I mean, we saw these three just heavy hitters just, just going up against each other. Got a chance to see, you know, got a chance to see Dane hit a Michinoku driver on Dunn, which, which, which is great. I, I've always been a fan of the Michinuku driver and, and just the, I mean, and I, I got to say another reason I like Priest is fellas, I've always been a fan of the Razor's Edge and yeah. you don't yeah. see the yeah. Razor's Edge that much in wrestling today. So the fact that Priest is doing it, it just, I always love that move. So that just makes me like, uh, like Priest a little bit more. And when I see Priest, Guys that I think of when I see Damian Priest is Kane, Luchasaurus, Undertaker, those those tall but 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 lean type of big men that are just fluid in the ring and, and, and he he's and I've always been drawn to those type of guys. I was always a big Undertaker fan, always a big Kane fan, you know, those big guys that can move in the ring. And that's what and that's what Damian Priest is, man. So so to see him and and, and doing this, it, it, it's amazing. So so the match uh, the match uh, in a match that seemingly thought it was never gonna end, and that's not a, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a good way. In a match that seemed like it was never gonna end, we saw we saw Pete Dunn take the victory. So I'm gonna put it out here just like this, and I'm gonna start with Lou putting you on the spot right now. Who do you think is going to win this championship match tonight between Pete Dunne and Adam Cole? We all know it's going to be a hell of a match, but who do you think is going to be raising that title at the end of the bell? Uh, I think you still have to go with Adam Cole. Uh, I don't think they're going to... I don't think they're going to uh, break up uh, the one that undisputed that is having right now. Yeah. And um, I, I think they're going to keep that title on him. I think it's going to be a great match. I think it actually has the potential as far as you know, because your know, traditional Survivor Series match is very hard to steal the show. Um, and there's not that many one-on-one matches. I think it has the potential to actually be the best show, uh, the best match on the card tonight. Ooh, show-stealing match. I agree with that. It's definitely going to be a sleeper. I, I That much I do agree with because of the two talents that are involved. And it's an NXT championship match. There's, I I can't yep. argue with you there. I think it's going to be good. So, Hutch, right here on the spot right now, who's taking that title? Uh, man, that's a tough one to call uh, because, I mean, they, they seem to be really, really behind uh, the Undisputed Era and all that. Uh, I think, man, I don't know. I, I really can't call it, but if I was forced to pick, I think Adam Cole is going to retain. Yeah. 
I do. I, I, th- I think they're going to have him retained and it's going to tell the story of, yeah, these guys are assholes. You know, they don't always play fair or whatever, but they're tough as well. You know, because, again, look look what Adam Cole went through. Literally, you know, at the end of that match and, you know, and so on. I mean, it, like, Adam Cole's a badass, and they're, you know, oh, yeah. they're really seeming to be getting behind him, too. Uh, and they as should. they should. Uh, yeah, as they should. Um, you know, because that's, you know, that's a horse I'd hitch my wagon to for sure. And... Yeah, and 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 it's it's crazy. I, I think it's great that they're getting that spot on Survivor Series. You know, I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. You know, that I think it's going to feel special, and I think they're going to. It could possibly be the match of the night. Exactly, I think so too. Just like Lou said, you got to think of all different factors, and I see it like this. Okay, I see Pete Dunne just had a barn burner of a match last night. At, um, at, at, at NXT War Games, you have to take into effect Adam Cole, who took the most punishment out of everybody in that match last night at War Games. He died he, at the end of the match. My the God, the and we're definitely going to get to that. We are definitely going to get to that. <laughs> tonight, but, that's, why, that's why he's going to win tonight, because he's gonna, it's basically going to be Pete Dunne, but a downbeat. He, he died last <laughs> night, and he's going to rise from the dead and have a match 24 hours later. But continue. Oh yes, oh yes, and and man, I I uh I, I really feel like I really feel like that tonight the atmosphere is gonna be good with it being in Chicago, and and, and it's it's gonna make it's gonna make for a great great match. It's gonna make for a great great match. So what we're what we're gonna do is what we're I, gonna do. Is, I do have one question though before we move on. I oh, do sure. have one. I just want to make one question, guys. What did you guys think of that spot outside the ring when Killian Dane had? Pete Dunne and um, Damian Priest, or he was holding both of them, and did the fallaway slam. Oh man, oh man, when he when he had that fallaway slam. Yeah, when he had when he had Damian Priest on his shoulders and he was holding Pete Dunne at the same time, like that. Yeah, that looked great. great. That 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 was an awesome spot and it lit the crowd up. Oh, yeah, it's man. not like he did it with. It's not like he did it with two smaller guys. You know, Damian Priest, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure of his size, but he's definitely a, he's a big man to be having on his shoulders. And then you have Pete Dunne, who in the wrestling world is smaller, but he's not a small guy in general. And he threw them with ease. I mean, that was just a, a very impressive spot, and I just wanted to point that out. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and it was, I mean, it was a great match. Uh, I mean, like I said, the match was long, but you have to think about what they were fighting for and it was and it was so so much so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna take a little break and when we come back we're gonna talk about the second half of the night which made for a lot of great matches hey guys this is con from in your house i wanted to tell you a little bit about the 10 days of black friday at pro wrestling tees where you can save up to 40 percent off of merchandise that's the 10 days of black friday and for in your house podcast merchandise you can get 20% off. That's at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash in your house. So uh, go ahead and give a gift. Give the gift of in your house to your significant other, your kids, your friends at Christmas. Once again, that is the 10 days of Black Friday at Pro Wrestling Tees. Thanks a lot. Hey guys, we are back here at In Your House. Uh, we're still talking about NXT Take over war games. 
here with Lou and, of course, Hutch. And uh, the next thing we wanted to talk about is uh, this match between Finn Balor and Matt Riddle. And they had a, they had a nice little match. Man, I got to say this. For, for Finn Balor, man, for me, and this was a good match. This was a good match. But for me, man, it's hard for me to take Finn seriously coming back, being the tough guy that he's acting. I mean, this is something that me and... This is something me of Hutch have talked about on on previous episodes, but I just I, I I don't I don't dislike Finn. It's just okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it's hard to, to take him seriously in the tough guy role. The match was good. So, Hutch, what was you thinking about this match, though? We'll, we, won't, we won't talk about our personal feelings on, on Finn Balor. What did you think about the match? Right. I'm glad you uh, mentioned that because, like I said, I mean, go back on the previous episodes and you guys know how I feel about Lego Finn. Um, But, but yeah, the match itself, I was invested in it solely for the fact that Matt Riddle was in it. I, again, as I've said on here, I I love Matt Riddle. Like, I'm a huge fan of Matt Riddle. I still see a money match between uh, Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar one day. Oh, yeah. If, if they don't, if WWE nah, doesn't do man. that, seeing as how they didn't, you know, strike while the iron was hot when they brought Bobby Lashley in, and instead they had him, Bobby Lashley like bending over and showing his ass and or <laughs> whatever the hell of the nonsense. Now he's got some baby mama drama going on, or he did whatever. Last, last night, bring that up, please. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> let that go. We're gonna just go keep pushing right on past that. Uh, but, but anyway, yeah. And for what it's worth, you know, again, me not being invested in Finn Balor, it's not to take away from Finn Balor's work. He can still go. Oh, yeah. Even regardless of WWE dropping the ball with him, in my personal opinion, um, as of right now. Nobody's beyond redemption, though, so we'll see how it goes. As far as I'm concerned, it's a good direction that they're going with him. It's probably the best that they can possibly do with Finn Balor. But again, uh, Matt Riddle was fantastic. Even in losing here, he came out looking great. So I'm, you know, I I think you know both 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 competitors won in this, and again it was just it was an easy fun wrestling match to watch. So yeah, I dug it for what it was. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I definitely I definitely dug it. Um, I, one, one thing that I really noticed I want to touch on on that match is that Balor's heel work it felt like more deliberate and brutal than it, than his face run, which is good. That's a good thing. That's that's a that's a very good thing. Yeah. Um, um, I, I really like, I really liked that a lot of Matt based work and, and it would, and for me, it, it just made for a really good match. So, so Lou, what was you thinking about this match from your perspective? Uh, that's Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with everything that I said. Um, no, but the reason I tell too much about the storyline going into it, um, it was just more of a, you know, I just wanted to see what kind of match they didn't have. Uh, you know, these guys haven't uh, fought each other before. So I was just curious how they were gelling. I thought they gelled very well. I thought the match was fun. I actually think it was better than the triple threat, which I know might sound a little weird, but I thought 
it was just a very, very good match, and I just enjoyed uh, every bit of it. And um, I would have liked to see him uh, Riddle win, but I feel like there's something about Riddle that I feel like he doesn't have to win to dead over. I yeah. don't know if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but I enjoyed the match. I to, after, uh, it was definitely my favorite match of the night, uh, believe it or not. Oh, it was a great match. It was a great match. And it was a match that saw Riddle take the L to the 1916 DDT from Finn Balor, which that's crazy because I, I don't I don't know if he's not going to be doing the Coupe de Gras anymore, if he's going to be using the 1916 moving forward in his heel run, which if it is, that's okay because I, I this might not be a popular opinion, but I was never a huge fan of, of the Coupe de Gras. So, I, I you know, if he's going to be doing the 1916 moving forward, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Uh, yes and no, in my opinion. I mean, I, well, I guess where he's at in NXT, he's going to make it work. But, you know, to see him put it on somebody, you know, he ain't going to be hitting the 1916 on Braun Strowman. You oh, know what God, I mean? No. God, no. You know, uh. and, again, call me, you know, I know I'm just, a, you know, just a random schmo who just watch, happens to watch wrestling and, you know, co-host a five-star podcast. So, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but, but, um. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like you know a quality finisher should be able to be u- utilized on anybody, be be they five foot or seven foot, you know. Oh, and yeah. good luck on Lego Finn doing uh, the 1916 on like Braun Strowman, Big Show, somebody like that, or even somebody so, like, or even somebody like Keith Lee or Damian Priest, you know. And there you go. Yeah, those two. Those, those are two very good examples there. Keith Lee, you know, is uh, you know a force of nature, but he's also quite round. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Good luck to Balor on that. Oh yes, oh yes. It was a great match. It was a really good match on on a show that that. And this is one thing that I've known that I've noticed about NXT. Their matches like like we're like in the background right now. When you guys listen to this, it'll be Monday morning six a.m. But but we we took a we took a little break and now we're we're moving right into Survivor Series as, as the second yeah. half of this show is being recorded. And, and for me, man, for me, man, I'm 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 looking at guys like Keith Lee, like 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 Damian Priest, and what we're about to see, you know, as the as the show is as the show is kicking off. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of fresh feuds for Finn Balor. But my, but my whole point in saying that is, my whole point in saying it in the first place is that we're about to watch what is about to be a four-hour show after a two-hour kickoff show. My point is, NXT only had about four matches, and then I think they had one match on the pre-show, and this show was still great, and it ended around like 9.30. I still had the rest of my evening to sit up there and play Call of Duty and chill out with the family. Now, I know Survivor Series is going to be anywhere to to 11 to 11.15 tonight. It's it's going to be... Uh, it's just going to be long, but but for me... For me, NXT gets it right, and that's moving. And, and for me to say that is for me to say this. Moving right along into that main event, which was the War Games match, with which my goodness, it, it was it was so fun. This is a match that saw Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and a mystery partner that we'll that that you guys already know about, but we'll reveal it. And, uh, and going up against every member of the Undisputed Era, that's Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. Uh, Lou, what was you thinking about this main event, man? Well, first of all, 
I'm going to apologize in advance to Jeff today. I, uh, unfortunately, I gave you my opinion on who might be the mystery man. Yeah. And uh, I, <laughs> I know you, uh, I know you were a little uh, let down when you went to the mystery man, but uh, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, I'm not surprised that I enjoyed it. It probably, it, if you looked at the entire roster, you would have to say that those eight men are probably, I would say they're probably top 15 in the WWE for in ring work. So I'm not really surprised what we got in the actual match. Um, sure. I thought it was very well done for how they uh, did everything. Um, and know what? One thing I loved in this match, and we didn't have to talk to you earlier, but during the women's award uh, match, I loved how uh, who, her name flipped in my head right now. Who's the, uh, the UK women's champion? Oh, uh, that I do believe that's uh, Kaylee Ray. Yeah, Kaylee Ray. Yeah, yeah. Kaylee Ray. I loved how she never pulled out the table when the crowd was chanting at the table. Yeah, yeah. And then we basically started with Adam Cole pulling out about forty-five tables for this match. <laughs> yes, man. Like there was just very, it was very little, but it was very funny to me that like it looked like he was going to grab the table and then he said, "Matthew does." And then Adam Cole just turned out and said, oh, no way, I would have 45 tables. No, we'll do with that. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it very much. Oh, yes, it was a great match. And one of my one of my favorite parts of the match that just made me laugh, was, was it's going back to Adam Cole on the tables. Adam Cole takes out one of the tables, and he sets it up on one of the barricades outside the ring. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, did that backfire on him so fast. So fast. Because as soon as this man is trying to get into the ring, Ciampa's like, nope, pushes him, and he goes right through the table that he literally just set up. And I don't know why, but that just popped the shit out of me. I just died laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that, that shit cracked me up, too. It, it was like, you, you know, here, here's Adam Cole. He does, takes all this time. You know, crowd's going crazy. He's like, yeah, I'm going to set the table. I'll put a some bitch through it, right? And then, then here's Sean was like, nope. As he was doing it, I talked bitches to myself. I'm like, man, like, what spot are they going to do over here? What's going to happen? Not even 10 seconds later, Sean was like, yeah, okay. Oh, that's it. That's the end of the spot going through the table man and it was great it really made it really made for for a great match and somebody somebody who really stood out to me everybody had everybody had their moment and then we'll talk about the person who ended up coming out but 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 for me man just these last couple of just these last couple of days we talked about we talked about Rhea Ripley and how Rhea Ripley yeah. has really cemented herself just in these last couple of days. You know, she defeated, you know, de de uh, defeating defeating Bailey and Char and Charlotte in a triple threat match, and then having a great standout War Games uh, 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 with a four on two odds stacked up against her. The person who I think really stood out in this match to me was Limitless Keith Lee. That man is so. Freaking Absolutely. talented, so talented, uh, Lou. What do you think? What do you think about? Because we've we've talked a lot about a lot of different talents, but I want to know what what's your thoughts on Limitless Keith Lee in the time that you've seen him. You know, I've I've been lucky enough to have seen him in person quite a few times, um, yeah. and there's just something about him that even though I've seen him already, I'm still amazed by what he does. Yeah, it's just. It just makes no sense with his body type 
how he moves the way he moves. And it, it looks like, it, uh, like the more you watch him, the more you're like, man, like, I don't think this guy runs out of stamina. Like, he just keeps going. Yeah. But I know you have to, you know, the little areas in the map where you take a break because, you know, you just have to let other people get that shine in. But if you watch it, you can easily go, like, oh, yeah, Tiefley is easily still be doing something right now if you want him to. Like, he doesn't actually have to take that spot. But, uh, yeah, I agree. I think he was definitely the star of the um, of the men's war game. Like, as much as the real Ripley was for the women, um, Man, I tell you, once the NFT does, man, they know how to develop superstars and they develop them really, really quick and they do it in just a great way that you don't realize. Like, by the end of the week, you're like, oh, hey, like, Donald is a star now. Like, I didn't see that coming, but they do it and they do it very well. I agree with that. Looking at names such as Rhea Ripley and Limitless Keith Lee, how this, how their stock has risen in just a week's time. That is, I mean, that's that. I mean, hell, Adam Cole's rise coming to the main roster when he first when he first showed up on SmackDown, I was I I, I was watching that very very closely and critically, and I'm like I'm I'm looking at the crowd's reaction on SmackDown when he first showed up on SmackDown. This is when he was having his match. Yeah against uh, Daniel Bryan. And I'm like, yeah. uh, he com- he comes in the ring and he's getting ready to he's getting ready to do his Adam Cole baby thing and I'm watching I'm like, please let this crowd be loud. Please let this crowd be loud and know who he is. <laughs> and as soon as he did the Adam Cole baby and everybody in that SmackDown arena is saying it with him, I'm like, he's made, he's a star. Put him on SmackDown, leave him there because you he's 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 a big and this is the type of thing that SmackDown needs. This is what SmackDown needs is guys like this that are young but established and have something that people are going to remember them. Uh, so so I, I, I really think that that, that NXT invasion and, and my biggest thing, and I know Hutch agrees with this too, is that our biggest fear is that after Survivor Series, everything's going to go back to status quo. Everybody's going to go back to their respective shows and and... We're not gonna we're not gonna see guys like like Adam Cole or Keith Lee or Dominic Dijakovic or Damian Priest on Raw or even SmackDown. And I and me, I really, really hope I'm wrong about that. I really do, because if you get these guys on these other shows and then take that take what they've gotten from being on SmackDown and Raw and bring it back to Wednesday to, to Wednesday night NXT, you're going to bring people from Raw and SmackDown that would have not watched NXT, or that yeah, that would have not watched NXT, and you're gonna bring them to NXT. So I really hope this isn't the last that we've seen of uh, seen of it. And speaking of guys, it's a perfect segue. Speaking of guys that have been on Raw and SmackDown and showed up on NXT, we're talking about the fourth member of of the of Team Champa um, for for the War Games, and uh, and. I, I, I gotta say, especially with the expectation that was set for me by, by my man Lou over here, I was like, oh, give me Morrison, give me Morrison, I really want Morrison. But it ended up it, it, it ended up it ended up being Kevin Owens. And for me, it was great and he did a great job, but man, I was just deflated a little bit because I was like I guess I was expecting somebody completely different. But that's not that's not to take anything away from Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens still had a great outing. He had the classic NXT look, which I loved. But I just I I don't know. It just didn't click with me. Hutch, what were you thinking when you saw that it was Kevin Owens? 
well, I, I was thinking I'm not going to bother to pull up and call Ripley's because they they would not be surprised. Um, <laughs> because, because again, I, I mean, I kind of seen it was coming. Um, not, I mean, not that it's a bad fit, but I think in the overall scheme of things, what WWE's doing, if you look at the at the long game here, is you know we keep saying that oh W or uh, excuse me NXT is going to go back to the status quo. Yes, they will. But when NXT returns to the status quo. They're going to return to said status quo with a lot of familiar faces. Yeah. And what they are doing yeah. is they're getting all the pieces in place to truly start competing with AEW. And mm, what's going yeah. to be really interesting is how the ratings, you know, who NXT, you know, and I don't think we've touched on this on the show yet and we're unbiased. So let's go ahead and touch on it right now. Sure. NXT, NXT beat AEW in the ratings this past Wednesday. Yes, they did. The streak is over. As you said, the streak that, is over. That, that has happened, um, and it's not with lack of effort from AEW. And I think, you know, it leading with Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley really helped with that. Um, but uh, it is what it is. It happened. And now, after this Survivor Series fallout, that, you know, a lot more of the, I guess you could say, casual fans is going to know who these people on NXT are. And let's face it, if you didn't be, if you didn't know who these people were, and then you saw what they did, and probably what they're what they're going to do tonight, and you don't yeah. walk away a fan of them, then I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. I hell, I'll go ahead and say that NXT is probably going to have a pretty good rating spike out, you know, this coming Wednesday. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I concur. I, I think. I think. Uh, like you say, we look at things through an unbiased lens here, and AEW has been great. I've enjoyed every single week. I mean, hands down, no arguments. But NXT—they're creeping on the come up. They've already beat them this week, as you said. They've got a lot of familiar faces coming in, and and man, it's just—it's a great time. I've said it a million times on this podcast. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. So, so. So, Lou, with you thinking that it was going to be Morrison, which would have been amazing and a, and a great pick, and then you saw that it was Kevin Owens, what was your initial thoughts when you saw that? Oh, I think I, uh, I actually attested to the holy shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, you did, uh, you did, yep. I, I, I wasn't, uh, I mean, I, I thought Morrison would have been cool. Uh, we actually ended up beating afterwards. I said, no, I... I don't know what the injury is, but I would have loved to see him Velveteen return. But I, I, I don't know what that injury is. Yeah. Um, but I was happy to see Owen because I took, part of me was just like, ah, oh, man, it is so nice to see Owen where he belongs, which is in a wrestling environment. Uh, yeah. Not to say that he had them in use well uh, on the main roster, or not the main roster, but uh, on Raw and SmackDown. You know, they've used him pretty well. But, you know, it's just... You know, you watch it and you know it's just different on NST and you saw it in the match. And I thought uh, Undisputed did an amazing that close up of Adam Cole's reaction when that yes. music hit. I, I thought it was just a great reaction and I think and if yes, and if you just and if Vince doesn't if they keep the watches as they are and they don't bring Adam Cole to all that smash down. I'm happy with that, but they bring them to a smash down. I would love to see an Adam Cole and Kevin Owens feud 
over there, Ooh. I think they would do an amazing job. I, I, I was happy with how everything was. Uh, I, you know, most of them would have been cool, but then when you really look at it, you're like, ah, you know, what would have been the reason other than, hey, we just this is how we debuted most right. At least with Kevin Owens, there's a little bit of a history there with the undisputed era from the Indies. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it was a it, it made for a great match and 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 a lot of weapons and and and. And just just mayhem. And speaking of mayhem, um, I want to talk about that finishing spot. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I mean, I, I when I saw that, so so I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this with my wife, and we're both and we we see what's going on, and I, and and as as Champa has him on the top of the cage, fellas, and he has him in that. Oh what. What is that position? It, it it looked like it was like a not not a Death Valley driver, but but it it it. Oh, it I believe what, I believe what Seamus Seamus said is they called it white noise. White yeah. noise, thank you. White noise. Yes, sir. And and when he when I when I saw him positioning him in the white noise <laughs> from the top of from the top of the cage, I was like, "There's no <laughs> way they're doing this. There is no way. Who is stopping this?" Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. If I can interject, <laughs> sure, sure. Isn't that what they call Court Jim Cornette now? White noise. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Wow. No. <laughs> oh man. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so they have him there on the top, on the top of the cage. And I'm like, there's no, there's no way this is happening. Somebody, somebody's gonna thwart this. Somebody's gonna stop it. And then it happened. And as he was in air, as he was in midair, both me and Kayla were both like, holy shit! Like, what is yeah. happening? Like that was like it was crazy. And I like I couldn't believe what I sat up there and saw because I was like, that's like like it was off the top of off the top of the cage through two tables and I'm like that can't be safe but after I saw it a couple more times through the replays and they did a good job I think they did a good job of like showing how serious it was because they showed the replay so many times and for when I saw it I was like wow Champa really did a fantastic job of taking care of Adam Cole's body through that fall Absolutely. Lou, Lou what was you thinking when you saw that final spot uh, pretty much the same, uh, the same thing. Like I, I thought someone was gonna break it up. Then I'm looking at it. I'm like, "What? They're really high up. I don't think that anyone's gonna be able to break this up." <laughs> and then uh, once they came down, uh, halfway through, I was like, "Holy shit! They're really doing the spot." And the way he lands, he landed. I, I, I was waiting for the replay just to make sure that I'm cold with okay. Because yeah. that's the kind of spot that I don't think you to pay me enough money to do. I don't care who's giving it to me. I don't care how much I think you're going to protect me. I don't think I would ever be able to do that spot. Oh, <clears throat> yes. It was It was just crazy. And and ins- it was insane, man, because and it for me, man, I looked at it and I was like, okay, like, I understand that they want to go out big, like they want to finish this show big, and I and that makes perfect sense. But like, but but to to pretty much piggyback on what you just said, Lou, I don't think 
there'd be enough that you could pay me to really take that spot, especially, and I said this to you, Hutch, I think I said this to you um, a little after it happened or maybe today, with the commodity that they have in Adam Cole and all the all the potential that he has to be a top dog in WWE for many, many, many years, he could be their next Shawn Michaels. Who knows? He could be, He. I mean, he's such a fantastic, yeah. such a fantastic performer. I'm like, why would they put this man in a position to take this spot when he's got such a bright future with the company? But when I actually saw it, I saw how well Ciampa took care of him. And I just got to say, good on Ciampa for doing a fantastic job of taking care of his opponent and taking care of his partner in that spot. Because there was, I mean, one wrong slip up, wrong one wrong move, and his career could have been over. I mean, it, it really could have. Uh, what about... And what about Champa? Because the man literally is coming off of a neck injury. I think Hutch, Hutch you said that, that didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I actually mentioned that as well. It was just like, you know, it's kind of a combination of like, A, you know, the aforementioned value of Adam Cole and like why you'd put yeah. him in that spot, especially with having him work tonight, you know, um, on Survivor Series. Uh, and uh, and then Champa, who I it's still speculation, but I do believe he like has totally hacked the Wolverine gimmick and just like totally can regenerate himself because <laughs> what he's what because like what he's come back from. I'm no medical guy or nothing, you know. I don't deal with any of that, but like what he's come back from and the way he's able to go, what what we saw last night is nothing short of just incredible. And Absolutely. yeah, again going back to that spot. I just can't believe that they did that. Like, I mean, on one hand, I'm sitting there going, was it really necessary? No, but damn, it looked cool. And, you know, going back to what, you know, going back to what you guys said, oh, like, I wouldn't take that spot. I wouldn't take that spot. Nope, I wouldn't take that spot either. However, if I was going to do that spot, I'd want Ciampa to be the one to to deliver it because I think I'd be okay. (laughs) I still think, you know, not to take away from the fact that I bet it even still with it being executed as perfectly as it was, I bet it still hurt like a son of a bitch. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, no oh, no doubt. You know, don't, so don't get it twisted, guys, when we sit here and say, oh, they did it perfect, everything was fine. Hell no, I'm sitting here saying that shit didn't hurt <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. And, um, and... But, oh, I'm sorry, I just I just want to touch on one no, more please. thing. You Go know? ahead, bro. Go like, ahead. Be- be- before that spot even happened, there was a spot that I really cringed on bad that I was actually worried and that was for the quote-unquote surprise entrant uh, in the match, Kevin Owens, when he took that um, that Canadian Destroyer on that metal yeah. plate. Oh, oh my yes. God. It looked like that, his neck kind of was weird when he landed. Well, not that and just the sound. I mean, I don't know if that was like – if it was Adam – you know, I believe, I believe it was Adam Cole was the one who delivered it to Kevin Owens. And um, I don't know if that, that – thud sound was the sound of uh, Adam Cole's feet hitting that hitting that rail or if it was um you know Kevin Owens head yeah hitting the rail so yeah it was uh you know that that was just you know rough in and of itself and plus you know Kevin Owens you know has you know the grace of a falling couch sometimes when he's flipping around in the you know when he's flipping, when he's flipping around in the air so you know there's that um, but, but yeah, and then boom, here we go with this, you know, the, the finale, the crescendo as it were, and man, what a way to end it. Oh yes. Yes. And, and uh, it, it, what they did a great job of selling the severity of that ending. Now, 
one thing that I that I wanted to touch on at at the end of the match, and it was actually something it was actually something that that Lou had brought to my attention because I didn't really I didn't see it, and then later on I actually saw you talking about it on 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 Twitter, Hutch, and that's the fact that uh, uh and I'm gonna I'm gonna quote I'm gonna quote Lou exactly the text that he that he sent me. A wild Britt Baker appeared on NXT last night. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing that happened. Not only did we see her, I do believe they name dropped her too. Um, but I mean, it's whatever. But the thing that kills me is like it's like that's not even a thing. Like I didn't even bat an eye. Yeah. You know, because because it's been said they've name dropped Adam Cole on uh, AEW before when uh, they were talking about. When they were talking about Britt Baker, they're like, this is Adam Cole's girlfriend or fiance or whatever the hell she is. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I'm finding it a struggle to give a shit. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. But the people on Twitter seem to be consumed by it. Like, there's people that's actually going at Britt Baker just because she was put on the screen. How can she control Wait, Really? Yeah, dude, like, because, again, I've actually been kind of active on Twitter lately, and, you know, it's like, on one hand, I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm doing the Twitter thing because it's kind of necessary for what we do here, but then I'm, like, on, and I'm like, Twitter's fucking stupid, man. It's toxic as hell. Like, like oh, my God. Like, it's it's bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, Twitter, yeah, where, Twitter where positivity goes to die. I bet, man. That's the best way I can describe Twitter these days, is where positivity goes to die. There you go. There you go. Twitter is where positivity goes to die. I really, uh, I really just can't. I really just can't believe it because it's like, what is she? Is she supposed to stay away from her from her boyfriend's event? Like, is she not allowed to go there and and support somebody that she loves? Like, that's the problem. And this is a whole other episode that we could possibly do at some point, even with Lou. And like, like, just because fans see this as a quote unquote war doesn't mean that the talent has to. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm willing to I'm willing to go out on a limb here just from talent that I've talked to and that we've talked to on on a regular basis, uh Hutch, in, in, in many different promotions. I'm willing to bet that these talents are so happy for each other. While fans are seeing it as a sure. war, while fans are seeing it as a war, the talent is seeing it as like Wow! Now you got somewhere to go to work. Oh, okay. Well, well. Oh, I could work. Oh, okay. I can come and see your show. Okay, I'll come and check your show out. You know, and you got to think about it. Yeah. This is this is probably an opportunity where Britt Baker got to travel with Adam Cole because look at it like this. Okay. AEW was in Indianapolis on Wednesday. SmackDown was in Chicago. NXT TakeOver was in Chicago. Survivor Series right now is in Chicago. Monday Night Raw is in Chicago. And where's AEW at next week? Chicago. Mm. This was really? a great this was a great opportunity for these two who probably don't get a chance to spend that much time with each other to get a good week together. So Get the fuck out of here with that war shit. If you think it's a war, it's fine, but stop trying but stop trying to attach that shit to the talent because this is great for everybody. Right. And, 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 and it's like this too. It, it, it's like, you know, one, don't don't get heat to the talent. That's foolish. And won't you look you know, won't you look at it like this? If anything, it can, I don't know, maybe add another layer of intrigue to the match. It's like, man, you know, here they are, you know, here's his girl is here to support him. She's in a different company. That's our competition, but that just goes to show 
you know, that, you know, she's support, you know, they could like build off of that, make it part of it. Yes. Or at least fans can look at it that way. Don't look at it as an automatic negative. Like, oh, she's a bitch for being there. How dare she be in front of the camera? Like, 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 come on, man. Like, you bunch of knuckle-dragging troglodytes, man. Like, I can't stand no, so I'm, Like, I'm surprised that that's the uh, position that people are taking. I thought the position that people would be taking would be, wow, I'm surprised WWE made mention of her. Yes. But you just show her. You can show her, and then, you know, your hardcore fans that know who she is, people like, oh, wow, that's a good picture. But they went out of their way to say, like, oh, there's this girlfriend, she's worried. Like, that, I just thought, was like, oh, wow. Well, I mean, at that point, you might as well just write it on the bottom, uh, but better AEW. Right, right. So that's, yeah. what I, that's what I thought was weird. I was just like, I, I, her being there, who cares? You know, you're in the area, that's your boyfriend, the big match, go there to to put him. I'm all about that. I just thought it was odd that WWE made the decision to show her. When literally, it wasn't like they showed her on SmackDown or Monday Night Raw. They showed her at an NFT event where that is your direct competitor for ratings on Wednesday night. Yep. And you showed talent, you showed a, uh, a talent from that company. Oh, well, that... So I just thought it was weird from WWE point of view, not the fans and her being there, that's just dumb. I just thought of where that WWE decided to not just show her, but make mention of who she was. Well, uh, well, I was going to say I think that, that that wasn't by accident. Because, because, because that's kind of a one, that's kind of a hey, your talent's at our show. You know what I mean? Your, your talent's here. So they, they you know, what, it's kind of a win-win. You know, they, they kind of get the point of showing her on TV because it's Adam Cole's girlfriend and hmm. or fiance again, whatever, the, whatever she is. Yeah. And 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 it also is kind of a notch in WWE's proverbial belt of saying, hey, we got your talent on our show, your talent's face. You know what? One of the main women who, you know, you guys are kind of get trying to get behind. Yeah. Yeah. Was is, you know, we got her face, which, again, is everything when it comes to being a wrestler. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, on our show, and it's got people talking okay. about it. Be, be it good, bad, whatever. True that. So. Great point. Great point. And and it, yeah, it, it is. It's it, it's it is a good it is a good point because this thing, like the way the WWE is approaching this AEW thing, is in a way they never had done before with with, with really. Other companies, they didn't do it with TNA. You know what I mean? They they didn't do it with them. They, they didn't they didn't even mention TNA until after TNA had already been gone, and that wasn't even on a main show with a you know with AJ Styles. It was something that they did with Edge and Christian. So I think that just it's just yeah. strange, different, quirky ways to kind of throw shots at each other. I mean, Hutch, we saw it ourselves after after AEW went off the air with Cody and and the and the suck it Vince sign, and and it's just it's just weird, quirky ways to kind of throw shots at each other. And, and honestly, I'm here for it. And and here's here's the last thing that I want to ask. The very last thing I want to ask before we call this a great episode, and I get ready to to catch uh, the rest of Survivor Series. I want to ask this, and I'm going to start off with Hutch. You know what we do here, man? How many thumbtacks are you giving this show out of 10? Um, well, I mean, I like I said on the Twitter, um, you know, NXT, the streak continues as far as their takeovers go. They still haven't had a bad one yet. 
Oh, yeah. And I'd be hard-pressed to find anything wrong with this show. So, I mean, um, hell, I mean, I will give it a 10. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, there's nothing bad on the show. E- even though Balor was there and I'm not a fan of him, the match was still great. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say it was 10. It was great. It was, as far as the wrestling show goes. It was great. It was very, and as far as from a business sense, I think it was very strategic of WWE because, hey, they're, the spotlight is on NXT right now. They're trying to draw eyes to it. They needed a, they needed a great showing. They, they needed a great outing for their entire roster. They had that last night. They, they had a lot, a lot of new stars that were made, and that's going to continue tonight as this as Survivor Series progresses. Hell, I've already actually kind of seen it a little bit in the women's match here. Yeah, so, I've been kind of spying on it too as yeah. we're talking. So, so I mean, it, it it's happening, and again, it's going to be very interesting in the coming weeks here how the ratings are going to look. And not that it's all about ratings. I know we talk about it a lot. And in the grand scheme of things, ratings don't mean a damn thing. You know, if you like it, you like it. And most people, they're probably going to watch both anyway. Especially if you listen to us babble, you're yeah. probably you oh, probably yeah. watch all you probably watch all this shit. Yeah. So, but but there, you know, we cover the ratings because some people do like talking about that shit. Thanks. But you know, us, you know, my personal opinion. I don't want to speak for Lou, and I don't want to speak for Khan. But ratings aren't the end all, be all for me. However, on the other side of the coin, you know, I was there for the Attitude Era and all that stuff when ratings was a big deal. So that's something I personally do have a somewhat interest in. Not again, but I'm not saying it's the end all, be all. So right. just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Totally get you, bro. Totally get you. So, so throwing it over to my man Lou here. Uh, we have a system here. I'm sure you've heard it on the show, uh, show before. We don't like to do stars and whatnot. We like to do thumbtacks. It's our personal little twist on it. So, how many thumbtacks are you giving NXT Takeover War Games? Uh, I'm gonna give it eight, and that's just because uh, I wish there was more matches on the uh, on the card. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although. Although, I mean, I, honestly, it's generally that main event. <laughs> I remember saying to myself, like, wow, this is, uh, this is the main event. And that's it. There's only four matches on the card. I, I, I'm cool with that. Like, you know, it didn't really bother me. I, uh, but I, I, I thought it was, you know, the matches were very good. Um, I, I'm going to give it eight. I don't really have that many complaints. Uh, you know, I just wouldn't give it a 10 because I feel like it has to be on a different level for it to be a 10 for me personally. Sure. Um, uh, I thought the tasting of the whole night was great. We had some great storylines, some great hell turns. Um, uh, people almost died a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. And, and get into what I said for a moment, uh, I'm not a big Raiden person as well, just basically because it literally does not affect my life. I don't get money off of it. I don't get... Uh, <laughs> Nothing happened for me, depending on what your ratings are. That sure. is, that ratings just don't do anything. I don't get anything for it, so I don't care about ratings. Um, I understand why people do care about it, but uh, you know, just because of what's going on on Wednesday night, I, I would like to see if uh, hopefully uh, Anna can capitalize on what they've uh, what I what they have accomplished, and I think they have accomplished a lot in the month of November for the uh, for the brand. 
I agree with that. I agree with that. It, it was a great, great show. It was a great show at the end of the day. I think that they accomplished everything that they needed to accomplish as far as as far as cross promoting the NXT talent with the main roster talent. Um, which they've done that well in the last couple of weeks. For me, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 thumbtacks, and here's why. Um, I feel like that a perfect show, this is just me personally, I feel like a perfect show should have a high-stakes championship match. Now, of co- now, I'm being fair here because I do understand that all champions on the entire brand were all involved in the main event, so there was, there, there was no reason for them to pull double duty, but... It's just hard for me to give it a perfect 10 because there was no championship match. Not, there wasn't even one championship match, which all the, all, the, all the champions were preoccupied. I understand that. Totally get it. But, but, it, but with, the, with, with the exclusion of that, for me, this was another, this was another you know, knock out of the park for, for NXT. They have not put on a bad takeover like, like, like Hutch has said on many, many episodes of this podcast. They just don't do it. It was a great, great show. I just feel like that, that there should be some sort of championship implication somewhere. And I really, I, I really wish that, I really wish that the, that the War Games matches kind of would have led to something like, Maybe, maybe championship opportunities down the line instead of just bragging rights. Because I just kind of like with with WWE as a whole, like even even tonight, and it's a whole nother can of worms that we can get into at, on another episode. Like brand supremacy, that's awesome, but why aren't they fighting for something more? Just for bragging rights, and then everything goes back to the status quo. You know, I, I, I want more. I want more out of my Survivor Series. I want more out of my war games. But, you know... And, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, I don't want to interrupt you, but you know what I... And I agree with that, but the... I, I thought the whole thing with the Survivor Series that was weird is I understand a thousand percent why the NFT brand is loyal to that brand. These are, quote-unquote, the underdogs, the, the minor leagues, the developmental. I understand why they're fighting for their brand, and they want to show Raw SmackDown that they're better than them. Yeah. Most of the people on Raw SmackDown, after the draft, have been on the, on the brand for like a month. What are you loyal to? True. Why Good am I point. supposed to believe that you're loyal? Oh, I, I'm Sasha Banks. I'm loyal to SmackDown. You've been on SmackDown for eight minutes. Yeah. What did you mean you're loyal to this brand? Rio Ripley has been on NSC for a couple of years now. I understand why he's loyal to the brand. Yeah. I understand everything about that. So yeah. that's just one thing that I feel like the timing of the Saudi Arabia situation, as great as it's been for NSC, I just feel like, unfortunately, not enough time was given for, uh, for me to be like, oh, yeah, I totally understand why Sasha Banks is loyal to... Uh, to SmackDown, yep. so that's really my only little issue with the whole uh, brand supremacy. 
I agree with that, and that's a fantastic point. And, uh, and man, this was a fantastic show. Definitely glad to throw this out here. Uh, when, when, once again, when you guys listen to it, it'll be 6 a.m. Monday morning. And uh, we, have a, we have a spot on this show where we always give our, uh, our guests the opportunity to plug anything that they want to plug. I'm not sure if there's anything that you want to plug, Lou, if there's your social medias or, or, or anything. I know you just want to come on and have a great wrestling conversation, which I think we did, and, and it, it made for a great show. But, but I'll just throw it out there anyway for common courtesy. If there's anything that you want to plug, Lou, go ahead and plug it. Plug, plug, plug away, bro. Uh, no, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, obviously, everyone that listens to the show, you know, continue to listen to the show. I enjoy listening to it. Uh, that's why I signed up for the uh, Patreon, and uh, and I'm just happy I was able to uh, do this for you guys. Oh, absolutely, man. And we really appreciate you taking your time to come on the show, being a Patreon member, man. And and let, let's 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 do this again, man. You're you're welcome on the show, and and we want you to come back and have a wrestling conversation, man. So thanks so much for coming on. Oh, without a doubt, brother. Awesome, awesome, and uh, Hutch, you are no stranger to this, man. So you know what time it is, man. You go ahead and plug, plug, plug away, my friend. Well, I don't think. First off, I'm just gonna let this slide that you're gonna undercut my perfect ten vote for this NXT show, you <laughs> asshole. You know. <laughs> I am not going to let that slide at all. You know, they're all champions, Con. All of them. <laughs> now, with that being said, <laughs> you guys can follow me on the Twitter. I am actually tweeting now. Um, I don't know if you can call this a tweet storm. I don't know if that's a thing. But that that was definitely the forecast as of yesterday. I actually tweeted about NXT TakeOver quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, give me a follow on uh, Twitter at HutchIYH. And, uh, you know, I guess we could – I'm probably going to talk a little bit about Survivor Series, and I'll try not to be too negative. Um, <laughs> but, anyway, give me a follow. We'll see how that goes. And also follow me on the Instagram, at, and that's at Hutch in your house, And that's spelled just like the name of the show that you're listening to right now. And you know what I always say on here, regardless of what you hear and what you boo, be it WWE, NXT, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, even though they treat their wrestlers like shit, apparently. <laughs> they suck um, <laughs> lately. Um, but, uh, yeah, we are wrestling. We are legion. We are one. And uh, thank you very much for listening. And I know it's Monday. It's a rough start. Uh, it's the worst day of the week, but uh, hopefully we get you through it. And uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Absolutely. We are one. One of the great slogans of the show from my co-host, Mikey Hutch. And uh, this was a great, great episode. Once again, thanks to our Patreon member, Lou, for coming on and doing the show. Because he knows better than anybody what we do. We get out of work. Work. Word. So uh, let me let you guys know where you guys can listen to this at. You guys can listen to this at... Apple Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Himalaya. Hey, you don't have an Apple device? That's all right. We're on Google Play. Anywhere that you guys are, hey, uh, we can get to you. Check us out this Saturday, November 30th, Thanksgiving Thunder, DCCW in your house is back in the building on the commentary table. You never know what's going to happen. Guys, what are you doing? Buy a freaking shirt. That's www.prowrestlingtees.com slash in your house guys it's a black friday sale 10 days of black friday check it out get this work get this shirt and guys we take this all the time hop on this bandwagon get on or get gone
Because the household, well, uh, we still going mighty strong. You guys have a great day and a great rest of your week and a fantastic Thanksgiving. Peace.